What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Whiskey Sessions. This is Amets. I'm joined by B Pimp. B Pimp, how is everything going with you? Going great. Excited for this episode. It's a good episode, and the reason it's a good episode is because you have a whiskey. We have a really cool top five. The top five is top five female MCs of all time. It's a tough, tough list. Oh my god, this was hard to put together. I'll admit, naively, I didn't think this would be that hard to put together. And then I started doing it. I was like, oh, this is impossible. I didn't realize. Yeah. I had to leave off so many of my favorites. I, yeah, I don't even know where to begin with that. But the first thing we're covering on this episode is another game of Let's Get Personal. Oh, yeah. And if our listeners don't know what that game is, B-Pimp, why don't you give them the old rundown? All right, so here's what we do. Basically, we alternate picking uh, public figures that have a Wikipedia page, and we will test each other to see if we can identify whether or not they will have a personal life section in their Wikipedia page. So it's got to be... As we've discussed, it's got to be personal life labeled. So it can be, you know, as Frank Thomas and Gary Payton have proved, inside of a larger personal life section, but it has to be labeled personal life. It, that's right. It has to be la- labeled personal life. We do five at a time. And so we are completing the second round, essentially, uh, with this episode. So I am, in total, six for ten. B-Pimp, I believe you are... Four for five? Oh yeah, baby. Okay. So what you need to do in this round of five is really just get two out of five to tie me or three out of five to surpass me. But can or I tell five, you five out of five to really run away with it. Or or one out of five to be losing. <laughs> That's another option. <laughs> All right, uh, and just like the last episode where you did kind of a theme of former Seattle Supersonics, there is a theme on the five that I'm going to give you as well, and you'll probably figure it out pretty quick, but are you ready for Let's Get Personal? I'm ready. I'm excited to guess the theme. Great. All right, then let's run the theme song. This is Let's Get Personal. Let's get personal. Personal. Perfect. Your first person for Let's Get Personal is Troy Sanders of the band Mastodon. Ooh, is this heavy metal? Well, I, I don't want to say for sure, but it might okay. be. Okay, I'm going to say Troy Sanders does not have one. Oh, no, B-Pimp, he does have one. What? Oh, the, oh for one. I uh. am psyched. Okay. Your second, for Let's Get Personal, is Terry Glaze of Pantera. Terry Glaze? I'm a huge Pantera fan. I don't even know who that is, so I'm going to say no. Ooh, you're correct. Terry Glaze does not have a personal life section on his Wikipedia page. Are you ready for your third? You are one for two. Yep. Your third is Dan Lilker... Of the band Anthrax. I'm going to say no again. Ooh, you're correct. (laughs) Yeah. Dan Lilker does not have one. So you are two for three, which means you've tied me. Now, 
If you get one of the next two or two of the next two, you will surpass my score in two rounds of this game. Your number four is Carrie King of the band Slayer. Carrie King's got to have a personal life section. Carrie King does have a personal life section. You are three for four for this round. And your final is Lars Ulrich of the band Metallica. Ooh, that's tricky because it seems obvious to me that he would. But the fact that you're ending with it and included him makes me second guess myself. But I'm going to go with my gut and say that he does. He does. You're correct. I was trying to... (laughs) I mean, he was the first person that I thought about when even doing this. And I was like, you know what? It seems like he's one of those that would be so obvious that he would that you'd be surprised that he wouldn't. And maybe you would think that by even including him that he might not have one. But you... I bet... Can I bet that his personal life section has to do with the fact that he's Danish? (laughs) Well, okay, I'll say this. He is Danish, and it says that right at the top of his Wikipedia page. His actual personal life section doesn't really refer to that at all. And his personal life section's not even really that long. It just has two subsections of relationships and interests. And He's a tennis pro, isn't he? Yeah, it talks about... At the 2016 Men in Blazers night at the Golden Blazer, uh, Ulrich received, or revealed his passion for Chelsea Football Club. Oops, that's soccer. <laughs> I don't know. It says something about Wimbledon somewhere. One of those British sports. Yeah. Uh, in, in terms of relationships, he has been married three times. Wow. Yes. I have to give a little fun fact because you mentioned both Pantera and Lars Ulrich in this. Um mm-hmm. They like to troll him a lot because he's not very well respected in the heavy metal drummer community. So there's a there's an old Pantera like video collection called um, it's like Pantera videos from hell or something like that, and they just go around and like mess with people. And there's a very funny um, interaction with Lars Ulrich. So if anybody's interested, they should go check that out. That they should. All right, so that means be pimp. You have got a total of, let's see, you got four out of five out of this round, which means you are eight for ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just call that four out of five the old B-pimp, because I'm going to do it every time. Yeah, you're the 80% king. All right, so you're at eight out of ten, I'm at six out of ten, which means I have more ground to gain in the next round of Let's Get Personal, but I'm excited to try to do it. Have we decided what is our end goal? How many rounds of this are we doing? We're going to keep it going as long as we have, you know, content. Um, Maybe we can come up with some, you know, some like, uh, what would it be called? Like milestones, you know, out of the first 25 or whatever. First to 500 points. Yeah. Okay, I'm down for that. I'm going to have to start keeping track of this. Like, now I just kind of remember the scores, but as we keep going through the rounds, I'm not going to remember anymore. So we have to... I'll have to start writing them down. Yeah, we're going to need a spreadsheet. Yes, that'll be my most important Google Doc. All right, B-Pimp, what whiskey do you have for us this episode? I've got a very special treat from my pops. 
Bobby Nets. He came through again with another. Um, this is a birthday gift, actually, mm. and <clears throat> this is Crown Royal Reserve. Ooh, the reserve. Yeah, so it's a blended Canadian whiskey. Everybody, I mean, people are probably familiar with the Crown Royal brand, but this is one I've never had. It's the Reserve. Um, it says each barrel of Crown Royal has a unique character, handpicked and nurtured. Oh, he said this is from the distillery. He says I handpick and nurture the best barrels to create the Reserve. So it's a normal 40 percent alcohol by volume, eighty proof. Um, it comes in a fancy golden bag, not the normal oh. blue bag that the Crown Royal comes in. So it's it's a really nice bottle. Um, and it comes in a box, too, so you know it's fancy. A bag and a box and a bottle. Yeah. But There's you know, a, lot of, a lot of delivery methods. A lot of delivery methods. But the important thing to note is, is that bag and box and, and bottle, is it smooth? Or can we give them all the boot? Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a swig of it right now, and we'll have a we'll have a verdict here. Not only is this smooth, uh huh. This might be the smoothest whiskey I've tried to really? this point. Wow. Uh, okay, so not only is it on the smooth train, it's on the smooth plane. Maybe the <laughs> smooth on, cruise ship as well. It's on the smooth cruise ship. It's in the uh, it's in the love lounge because it's it's wow. a delicious delicious whiskey. So that is a a ringing endorsement of the Crown Royal Reserve. Yeah, I have to say it's um it's got the Crown Royal taste that I'm used to because I've had a, a fair amount of Crown Royal, but it's just there's literally no kick to it. Um, it's it's got a little bit of the burn that you look for in a whiskey. Um, there's a little bit of molasses character to it. It's, it's really good. Um, I don't know if because the fact that the distiller picks these barrels, maybe I got lucky and I got a good one, but from this example, this is going to be one I go back to. Good to know. All right. Crown Royal Reserve. It's smooth. Very smooth. So go ahead and get yourself a bottle of that. We've got a couple of smooths in a row. I, I feel good about being back on the smooth train. We'll see how long that lasts. All right. So as, as we discussed earlier, our top five for this episode is top five female MCs, which I'm excited about, especially today. Last couple of days, I've been listening to a lot of music I haven't listened to in a while and really trying to figure out my order. Uh, but... Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about going through this process, BPM? It was tough. I mean, I have, I had a, a long list of people I was working off of, mm -hmm. and it was hard to narrow it down. I think I got to a pretty, a, a top five that I'm pretty happy with, but it was it was a tough process. It was tough. I found, I felt like doing numbers like two, three, and four was not impossible. Figuring out who was rounding out the top five was hard. Figuring out who was number one was hard. And uh, some women that I thought would be in the top five just couldn't make the cut. I will say my number one is who I thought would be my number one at the beginning, and she held, held strong. So I will say so is mine, and maybe we have the same number one. Initially mine was like, eh, she's probably number one. 
then I went through the process and I was like, well, I'm going to try to look at it in an angle of her not being number one and see where that gets me. And then she ended up being number one. I'm going to guess that we don't have the same number one. Oh. Because I think, I think I know who you're talking about, but we'll see. All right. I, okay. Then I am excited. Let's get into it. These are our top five female MCs. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. All right. My number five female MC. This was number five was one of the toughest spots for me. At first, my whole idea of number five was to give it to a tie. It was to give it to Tigra and Bunny of El Trim. <laughs> Just because I love that song, Cars That Go Boom, so much. But then I almost felt like, you know what? Let's be honest, they're not top five rappers. And it almost feels like disrespectful to include them on the list. I also thought, just, there's so many people I left off the list that I can't believe I left off. But this MC has not been around for very long. Uh, she's young-ish. Younger than me, at least. And I'm giving it my number five to Dej Loaf. Ooh, I don't know who this is. If you don't know who this is, listen to... Oh, if I was going to say a song to get you into Dej Loaf, she's from Detroit. Um, How do you spell that? D-E-J. Sometimes the J is capitalized, but it doesn't really matter. D-E-J, second word, loaf. Just spelled loaf, L-O-A-F. Okay. Listen to the song, Try Me. It came out maybe three or four years ago. And she has a, a song, Detroit vs. Everybody, as well, which is kind of the theme of Detroit, at least when I've been there. You see a lot of Detroit versus everybody signs. And she represents that city and represents them well. So uh, she has like just like a really casual flow. Uh, the lyrics tend to be like a little bit aggressive, but like the actual flow is like very, very smooth. So I, I highly recommend you check her out if you haven't heard her. I will definitely do that. I just added to my list, so I will remember to do that. Do it. D-E-J, second word, loaf, from Detroit. All right, who's your number five? My number five is known by two names, either No Name or No Name Gypsy. Oh. She's from the Bronzeville neighborhood of Chicago. I do not know her. Yeah, she's uh, she features on a lot of Mick Jenkins tracks. Okay. Um, I don't know. You know Mick Jenkins, right? A little bit. Yeah, he has... He he's one of my new favorites. He's also from he's from the South Side. He um he has an album called The Waters, and she does a song on there called Comfortable. She features on it. She's a really um she's almost the way she delivers her her lyrics. It's almost like poetry rather than traditional rapping, but she uses a lot of different uh, cadences, and she's just like I really like her. And the only reason I didn't have her higher is because she's new and I don't have a lot of a sample, like a huge sample size to right. go from. But from what I've heard, she's excellent and she's going to be around for a long time. Yeah. I like that. Both of our number fives are, are kind of newer to the game. Yeah. All right. My number four is not newer to the game. Uh, she's been around for over 20 years and I don't know. I'm not sure how I felt about my number four. Uh, initially, I, I think I hadn't listened to a lot of her discography, but I listened to the old school station uh, out here in the Bay Area a lot. And when I hear All B uh, featuring 
a young Jay-Z on the chorus. I love that song. So my number four goes to Foxy Brown. Yeah, that's a solid choice. She's good. And yeah, her she's really flow, good. It, it, it's kind of like, um, it's almost got like a, if I was going to compare her to like a male counterpart, kind of like a Ice Cube-ish, like aggressive, not too aggressive, but just a straightforward rapping style, says what she needs to say, and it's just enjoyable. She's great. Yeah, I'm a big fan of hers. Um, she she had a heyday of like, kind of, she got to a level that, you know, in the late '90s, it was tougher for women in in hip hop. And I mean, it's still arguably it still is, but it's it's getting a lot better now. But she's she was able to carve out a niche for herself with how good she was. Oh yeah, Ilna is. A great album. I think that's like 96? Yeah. Uh, and she's had, I guess that's not her first album, but she's had, you know, some hits since, but that that is a great album. Yeah, that's a really good choice. Alright, who is your number four? My number four is SZA. Are you familiar with SZA? I am not familiar with SZA. It's like, so if you, you want to look her up it's like the rizza from wu-tang clan but with an s at the beginning um all right so she's been her first album just came out called control and she's she's almost arguably not strictly a rapper she's a she sings and features on some she's on she has a song with kendrick lamar she's on the black panther soundtrack yes um, she's going to blow up. I mean, Control's already popular, but she's she's just got the ability to... Her voice is great. Her lyrics are coming from a place that's very pertinent right now. It's a lot of, you know, um, feminism in there and a lot of um, kind of just raw emotional lyrics. And she's really good. Her delivery is really strong. But the only reason... I mean, she's... I wanted her on here, but she's, you could argue she's like a hybrid because a lot of her stuff is kind of like an R&B feel to it, but Mm -hmm. she delivers everything in, once again, it's kind of like a, almost like a poetic style. And you could, I could definitely make an argument that she's, uh, she's rapping and I think she's really good and is going to be a big name for the foreseeable future. Well, I like it. With your number five and your number four, you're turning me on to new MCs who now i got to check out their music. Yeah, she's she's really good. I had not heard of SZA. I'm going to check out the controls, C-T-R-L. Yep. Whole album is great. From St. Louis, Missouri. She also is on Wale's album from a few years ago that was about Seinfeld. Oh, I haven't listened to Wale in a while. She's on a song um, called The Need to Know, and she basically stole that song. Like, she did the chorus on that song, and it's it's that whole song is great, but she's she's been around, like, featuring for a little bit, but that album really opened my eyes. You know, I kind of feel like it's a theme with a lot of the female MCs, is it takes them a long time to get their own album. You know, I don't know if it's just... I'm sure there's, like, some sexism involved. But even, like, Nicki Minaj was just, like, fe- doing features for, like, several years before she got her own album. Yeah. I mean, I, I sadly, you know, it's cynical, but I think it is largely just a, a sexism thing because, you know, it's a it's a boys club and 
they have to they have to fight a little bit harder to get get that solo deal. But I, I'm glad. I think that's going to change. You know, as so. the years go by. So. All right, for my number three, I have another kind of old-school favorite of mine, although I, I'm pretty sure they still tour, uh, and I saw them live maybe eight years ago. But my number three is Ladybug Mecca from the Diggable Planets. So this is a hip-hop trio, two guys and a girl, um, that uh, I've always really liked. And Ladybug Mecca, the female MC of the group, is just one of my favorites. She's great live. Uh, when I saw them live, it was one of my favorite live hip-hop shows. But uh, I, I'm digging her verse on, uh, I, I would say, I guess the biggest hit from Diggle Planets is um, probably Rebirth of Slick. But she's just got a very casual flow, and she's great. So that's my number she, three. She is awesome. And that song is amazing, and I'm very upset that I did not think to include her on my list. I'm, I'm glad that you did. Yeah, she's cool like that. She's cool like that. She's cool like that. All right, what is your... What? Who is your number three? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Speaking number of objectifying three, women. <laughs> <laughs> number three for me is actually Foxy Brown. Oh, hey, how about it? Yeah, um, you covered... I mean, she's... part of this it was hard for me to put part of the reason it was hard for me to put together this list was because i was considering a lot of different things so i was thinking normally when i think about hip-hop i think about you know what appeals to me as far as lyrics delivery you know the beats play into it but it's just like what do i want to focus on Mm -hmm. and i found myself with this list splitting the talent of the mc and also focusing on like relevance and how they were able to maybe like be a trendsetter a little bit and you know what was their place in hip-hop history and i think you know foxy brown's one of those people that even just people on the on the outskirts of being fans of hip-hop know who that is and she was able to make a name for herself because she was good at a time where it was harder for women in Mm hip-hop and i think that was because she is that good. And I think she has uh, a good body of work and I really enjoy listening to her. Yeah, no, she, she's really good. I liked going back and listening to her stuff. I think that was actually the, the most pleasant surprise because there were a few MCs where I was like, they were on the cusp of my top five list. And I was like, you know what? Foxy Brown needs to be in my top five. Yeah. She has to be on there. Yeah, she does. All right, uh, my number two is Lauren Hill. And, well, this was tough for a couple of reasons. A, she's not really a pure MC. But if I am judging her on just her um, MC abilities, she needs to be on this list for me. It's not her fault. She's also, like, a great singer. Yeah, I she not to spoil anything, but she's going to feature on my list as well. So I'm going to hold back a little bit. But needless to say... She's great. I mean, she's, yeah, it's hard. She's, uh, she's one of my favorite musicians. So, yeah, um, she just oozes talent. And, and whether it's with the Fugees, uh, or on her, her solo debut, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill is such a good album. Yeah, still in my rotation to this day. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, Lauren Hill has got to be number two for me. Uh, who is your number two, B-Pimp? My number two is Missy Elliott. 
Wow. So we have the same top two, but reversed. Yeah, and I thought so. We, we yeah. flipped it and reversed it. I didn't so, know it would turn out that way, honestly, because mine did not start that way, but it ended up that way. Missy Elliott's great. I mean, she's arguably, I mean, it's obvious now that Lauren Hill's my number one, but she's arguably the person that if you ask someone, you know, who, who name a female rapper, she's going to be the person they think of. And it's because not only is she so talented, but she was... You know, she was with Timbaland making beats at the beginning and got mm-hmm. had some very memorable songs. Her videos were unbelievable, cutting edge videos. Um, she shouts out Lauren Hill and Super Duper Fly, which gives her points in my book. Oh yeah. So I mean, she's 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 great. I mean, I don't know, I don't really know what to say about it other than it very memorable, very avant-garde with her style um she came out and transcend i mean she's a bigger girl when she's first started and it didn't matter i mean there's the the entertainment industry is cutthroat and usually the people that get out and and make it big are you know they fit the whatever the ideal of body type and all that stuff it didn't matter she's so talented that she got through all that and and was a big star and i think she's fantastic no she really is and i think that speaks to her talent that she has she's been around for a long time and she's had hits for a long time i like i love like the rain off super duper fly that's that's kind of right in the middle of the 90s then she has like a resurgence of like back-to-back hits like get your freak on and work it like very early 2000s and I also even like the song that she put out like two or three years ago, like right after her Super Bowl appearance with Katy Perry, WTF. Like she has hits and she's just like her attitude, I feel like is unmatched. Yeah, she clearly knows good music and knows and ha- she has a natural talent, but she also is smart and knows like what makes a good song. She works with the right people. And, and has, does. like, an artistic vision. Yeah, she's, like, in terms of producer talent, she's, like, the anti-Nas. Like, she knows who to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Side sweat Nas. <laughs> Yo, his beats suck. Um, but, yeah, okay, so that's so we have a double dip on Missy Elliott, although I guess it, if we had gone the other way, we'd have a double dip on Lauren Hill. But go ahead, tell me why Lauren Hill is your number one. Lauren Hill, there, there was no doubt for me that, um, sorry, Gwen Stefani, but that Lauren Hill would be the number one mm-hmm. because she's not only, I mean, what you said is true. You, you can make an argument that she's more of like a singer and songwriter than she is necessarily a, an MC, but she raps. I mean, oh yeah, you, you know, ready or not, she stole that song and that was a yep. huge hit. And it's because her voice is so strong and, and she's writing to she's writing in a way that really makes her look good and, and she knows what to do. And she's, you know, miseducation of Lauren Hill that you mentioned. I mean, that's still I had that on CD when I was in eighth grade. I've I've always listened to it. It's still in my regular rotation. It's it's a one of the classic albums. I mean, 
to me, it was when I when we thought about doing this, it was somebody's going to have to take Lauren Hill off this list, and nobody could do it. I mean, she's she's great. No, and I remember like that thing uh, from off of that was one of two songs where I just remember in middle school. Uh, I think I was in like seventh or eighth grade when it came out, and. It was, when that song came on, it was like the middle school girls suddenly turned on the middle school guys. There was that song and No Scrubs by TLC. Those were the two songs that came on, and all of a sudden, like, we weren't cool anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was so funny. But yeah, Lauren Hill, I, I can understand why she's your number one. I mean, I, I had to put Missy Elliott number one just for... I think part of it was longevity's sake too, and I just but I, I I get why Lauren Hill would be your number one as well. The only thing I mean, if you think about it, the only thing keeping her from being like the obvious number one joke, like a laugh to not include her number one, is she had like a long period where she didn't do anything, and she has had some like personal issues that kept her out of the scene. But just like if you look at quality of of work and mm-hmm. you know natural talent. I mean, everything. She's she's there. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, some of my honorable mentions, especially since I just mentioned a TLC song, uh, but I have uh, Lisa Left Eye. Of course, as I talked about earlier, I, I gotta mention Tigra and Bunny from Eltrim. But uh, Lil' Kim, Nicki Minaj, who I feel like talent-wise should be top three or four of this list. And when you go back to some of her early featurings, like the Kanye West song, Monster, she kills that song. Yep. And although I realize listening back to it, she she totally kills it. Part of the thing that helps is that Jay-Z's verse right before is hot garbage. <laughs> um, that Mike, shout out. Yeah. But uh, I've tried to listen to it, and it's it's been too recent, but I've actually liked a couple of Cardi B songs. And then you've got some classic... I I couldn't put MC Light on the list just because I'm just not familiar enough with her. And I liked her stuff, but nothing was, like, blowing me away. And then some early Queen Latifah, I forget. She was a good rapper. Yeah. Eve had a couple of hits, Remy Ma. And, I mean, I love the one creation song. There's no way she's going to be on the list. And, of course, a dishonorable mention for Iggy Azalea, who I don't think we'll ever hear from again. <laughs> yeah, she pretty much fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. You have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I did have MC Light as one of mine. Um, I'm not as, I'm not super familiar with her stuff, but she's got a song called Poor Georgia that I, I've always liked, and mm-hmm. it's got a really good video. Um, and I think she had a lot of talent. She has a lot of talent. Um, I'm going to give a, add my honorable mentions to Brat because. Oh yeah, to Brat. Jeez, I forgot. She went to high school in Lansing, Illinois, where I'm from. Really? (laughs) Yeah, she's TF South. Wow. So, uh, got to give a shout out to her. Oh, for Um, sure. I, I will, I, Queen Latifah was in mine. Nicki Minaj is in mine. I really like Nicki Minaj. Um, I think actually she's got a song called Only with, um. Chris Brown and I think Drake and a couple other people, but it's a great song. I mean, talent wise, you're right. Like she should be on there. I just wish she would do more rapping. 
Yeah, it's something. Something just made me like leave her off. I don't know. Yeah. But, but as far as you know, if you think about like who's gonna steal the spotlight, who's got she has undeniable talent as far as her flow is great. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes she goes like too corny on the lyrics, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know that's gonna happen whatever she kind of has the same like uh it's kind of like eminem where she'll throw her voice in a weird way that just sort of gets irritating after a while yeah she also stole the uh like a dungeon dragon thing from buster rhymes and i don't know if people thought like that was hers but it's busta's so it's busta's i've always held that against her i think subconsciously um but also, who else do I have in mind? Um, Rod Digga. I don't think you mentioned Rod Digga. She's no. really good, too. Um, there's some good female MCs out there, and I, I'm excited because I think, I really do think, you know, No Name is, I mean, if you ask me right now, like, who would I pick if I had to get, like, the number one female MC in some kind of like contest, which I don't know what this contest would be, but that's who I would pick. And she's, I don't know if she's going to blow up to the degree. Cause her, she's kind of like in that alternative hip hop realm. Yeah. But as far as like raw talent and just like, you know, you listen to it and it just jumps out at you. She's the best. And Sis is out there. And I know she's probably working on her next album already, but I think it's going to change and it's going to be more, um, equal because really the only reason that there's not more i mean and i've thought about this when it comes to like producers in hip-hop too like why are there not more female producers it's it's i mean there's no logical reason behind it other than you know women who are talented enough to do it are probably like i just don't want to deal with that nonsense so it's it's gonna change and it's gonna it's gonna equal even out so we're gonna have a lot more to listen to but yeah we've had we've we've had there's a lot of good examples even with the hurdles they have to jump over no but i'm pretty excited between no name and scissor that you've given me two new artists that i need to check out like right now you gotta you gotta listen to comfortable the mick jenkins song because she just mick jenkins is hard to steal the spotlight from and she does good to know all right if you have a top five female mc list of your own go ahead and send it to us you can either tweet at us at at whiskey sessions or email us at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. And we're going to get to your emails now. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. Okay, I have an email from Daryl from Spokane, Washington. It reads, Hey jerks, thanks for all the interesting animal facts. I appreciated it. Animals don't get fact-checked enough. Well, thanks, Daryl. From the other Darryl. side of the state I'm from. <laughs> uh, he's, got a, he's got an agenda. Yeah, he, he certainly does. Animals don't get fact-checked enough. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I mean, they kind of get away with everything because they're cute. Well, no, and I'll say it with our dog. I don't know about your dogs, but, like, he'll come up to me saying, Hey, I want to be fed. We feed him at 5 p.m. And he's coming up to me at like 3.30 asking for food. Like, fact check to watch. You have 90 minutes to wait, buddy. Yeah, they don't They don't respond well to that either. No, they I mean, don't. 
I'm always telling Chavo, like, you know, you're an hour early and he just still barks at me. They don't care. And then you do feed them. And an hour later, they want some of your dinner. Get out of town. Get out of here. Get out of town. Writing on your cute laurels. All right. What else do we got in the old email inbox? I've got an email from Aubrey from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Whoa. I didn't need to know the province, but cool. Yeah, it's in there. So he is emailing us and saying, Dear B-Pimp and Amex, I know that you are big fans of Rubbles. Mm-hmm. My question, are you familiar with the Canadian legacy of the Ruffles all-dressed potato chips? I am not. What is this? So all-dressed um, are delicious. I am familiar with these. They're really good. They're it, It's popular in Canada. I think it's becoming more popular here. Mm-hmm. But what they're known for is they have all the flavors of barbecue, sour cream and onion, ketchup, and salt and vinegar all in one chip. Holy shit. How could they and do it, this? Yeah. They just jam it all into one chip. And I I was a little skeptical when I first heard about them. And I, I tried them out. Because they'll sell them. If you go, you know, any jewel or whatever your local grocery store or Target or anything, they have them now. It's only the Ruffles brand, so of course we're interested because it's Ruffles. Um, but the all-dressed chip, you'll see it's got the little maple leaf on it. It's got like a brown color profile to it because of the, I don't know why. but Well, because if you combine every color, it just ends up being brown. Yeah, exactly. And the chips have a little bit of a brown look to them because of all the seasoning combinations, but they're they're really good. Okay, tell me this though, because okay, my one concern with that combination is... I would not want the ketchup element to be very strong. Tell me it's, it's not. not too strong. It's not. Okay. If if I was to if I was to order those flavors, mm-hmm. it would be barbecue, good, salt and vinegar, okay, then the sour cream and onion, then the ketchup. Okay, I am cool with that order. If that is the kind of the order, the flavor profile that you taste, I would absolutely try those chips. And not only that, but even with that order you know, passing your test. If you taste them, for some reason, all of those combined in that order, it's a very pleasing potato chip taste. So I think we need to get on that Ruffles All Dress train. I will say this. Okay, and I was listening to our own EP in which on that version of the song Ruffles on our EP, and if you, to our listeners, if you haven't checked out the the whiskey sessions ep go ahead and check it out go to track five ruffles and when we talk about in that song that there are only four good flavors of ruffles but it sounds like to me be pimp that you have found the fifth yeah it's definitely gonna be it wouldn't even be the fifth it would be probably the third fair enough but i'm saying now we actually have a top five we're about the top yeah. five in our podcast, and now that we have a top five in our ruffles, it kind of brings it all together. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. I would not. I I'm fully willing to admit I did not know about this flavor at that time. I was a young, impressionable, you know, simpleton. Be pimp. I, I didn't know about this flavor five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't know about it, and and it's it's good. It needs to be up there. Okay, that is good to know. Um. I am going to try it. 
Do you, so do you think I can find it here? Yeah, you can. Okay. It'll be there. All right, I'm getting that all flavors. We should do, actually, we should do a uh, Ruffles All Dress taste off on an upcoming episode. Holy shit, that is a great idea. That's our next episode. Or two episodes from now. I don't know. We're doing that. All taste yep. off. I'm not sure how that works exactly, but should we get like five bags of ruffles of different flavors and then like order them? Oh, yeah. Okay. I wasn't even thinking of that, but yes, we should do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm down for that. You know what's funny? I like don't really even eat ruffles all that much, but Maggie does. I feel like a frog. Megatron. But I, I'll start eating them. Megatron holding it down. She but is. I mean, we, we we should do that, though. We should do a live... Well, how... Uh, well, no, it would work. We basically would just get five flavors each, and then we taste them, and then when we're done tasting all of them, we each order them. I hate to say this, but we have got to combine this with Flesk Brewing. You can taste them with James at the brewery. I think that would be perfect. I think I think James would have something to say about this topic i think he would too that would be amazing future future episodes are becoming clear this podcast is going to the next level i'm psyched we're about to take off we are about we're to take off to the moon we're the next wtf with mark Marin. only much much better less asshole-ish yeah way less asshole-ish and more roughly um 10 times more roughly the only way it could get more Ruffalo is if we had Mark Ruffalo on. Yes. I don't know that we're going to get him on, but uh, we might. Hey, you know what I just watched? I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok on an airplane the other day. <laughs> I liked that movie. It was good. I haven't seen it yet. It was kind of weird. Well, not weird, but just like clearly they went for like, uh, they tried to be pretty funny in that movie. And Jeff Goldblum is in it, and he's hilarious. It was a pretty good movie. I a, recommend. Anytime Jeff Goldblum's in it, I'm interested. He's great. Big Jeff Goldblum fan. He's a weirdo, you, and he's like a perfect weirdo. Did you see Black Panther yet? No! Dude. Do, do I need to see it? Black Panther is amazing. Alright, I'm gonna go see that too. Everybody has seen it, except for me. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to go. You need I, to go. I'm very slow on movies. The last movie I saw was Lady Bird. <laughs> well, <laughs> which, which was bad. very much was uh the opposite of black panther <laughs> yeah it's definitely the opposite yeah what you could do is you can go to what's the main grocery store chain out there um i mean probably safeway safeway so you go to safeway mm-hmm. you're gonna pick up your bags of ruffles right you go to the movie theater see black panther come back fire up the old you know skype machine and we'll do the, we'll do the uh, ruffles rankings. We'll do top five flavors Black of Panther. ruffles, top five, top five scenes of Black Panther, top five grocery store chains. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I am down for that. All right, if uh, not to get off track, but if you have an email that you'd like to send us, we will read it on air. Go ahead and send it to Whiskey Sessions Music. If you don't know how to spell that. I don't know how to help you. We spell whiskey with an E-Y, so remember that part. But go ahead, email us at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com, and we will read it on a future episode. 
And you want to be on that episode where we're trying ruffles because that is going to be the episode of the year, without a doubt. That's going to be on all the, uh, whatever those sites are that rank podcasts, that's going to be on there. Yeah. What a sad life, ranking podcasts? Come on. But it's we be, will be on that ranking site. We'll be the, the least sad of the sad. I, that I agree with. Uh, all right. So uh, email us. Let us know some future top five lists. Uh, whatever you'd like. But yeah, this has been another awesome episode of the Whiskey Sessions. Be pimp you have anything to say to the audience before we sign off? I'm glad you're on board now because we're about to take off. Exactly. This rocket ship into the stratosphere. I think I've had a good amount of whiskey for a Thursday. Feeling great. <laughs> Alright, this is Amet signing off. Peace out.